Hello again. Welcome to episode 16. I'm going to just start off by saying thank you for everybody who's made it this far in my podcasts. I love that people actually listen to what, what I'm rambling about every evening. Um, that makes me so happy, and I love making these podcasts. So hopefully I can continue to make them and people will continue to listen to them. Um, yesterday's podcast was definitely more of an intellectual one, hit on some pretty... Uh, some pretty important issues today that I know are triggers for many people. Um, and I'm going to take a break from that topic. In fact, I think probably it's best for issues like that. I'm realizing if I just write an essay on it, um, I think when I do my speaking, I sometimes kind of like gloss over some pretty important details because I don't have a lot of time. And I think for issues like that, it's important that, that I, I kind of like, give all the supporting evidence needed and, and treat it more rigorously than my five to seven minute podcast. So look forward to a essay follow-up to last night's um, to last night's episode. Tonight's episode, on the other hand, um, will be today, tonight I'll be thinking, I'll be talking about um, what I've been thinking about recently, which is... Um, the relationship between your body and your brain. <laughs> so there's this field of, I guess, research and thinking that's called psychosomatic. It's this connection between your body and your brain, and it focuses a lot on this vulgus nerve, which is this giant nerve bundle that ends in your stomach, or I guess like on top of your stomach. Anyway, it's it, you know it's what makes you feel kind of like your stomach your stomach's getting tight when you're nervous, um, and it started to become implicated in lots more a lot more of our thinking patterns than we'd expect. There are some people who refer to it as like your second brain, basically your brain and your stomach. Um, and I was pretty dubious about this when I first started hearing about it and reading about it. Um, sounded kind of like, you know, hippie stuff. But then I tried out with the coach I was working with some of the exercises um, that kind of come from this psychosomatic world. And it did something. <laughs> um, basically, we were, uh, what I did in, in this session was I was asked to express from my body exactly what I was feeling as I was talking about certain stressful things. So I was talking about like stresses at work and my coach asked me to just move my body in the way that felt right. And naturally, because it was stressful, I kind of like compressed my body, curled up in a ball. And he asked me to follow that to its extreme, just keep curling up until I couldn't curl up anymore and then release. And the result was that when I released, I felt really relaxed, <laughs> like all this stress that several things I've been talking about suddenly seems super not important. And so his point with that exercise was to demonstrate that like how much of our feelings and emotions are tied to what our body's doing. And by following our body, we can often relieve those emotions. And I still don't really fully get it, but something happened that day. And today I was reminded of this. Um, today, I, uh, there's a group that I'm a part of um, where we kind of, go through exercises to build authenticity. And one of the exercises we tried today was this one where we just kind of 
jumped up up and down and shouted out what we really wanted. Like somebody was asking us over and over again, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And we were like jumping up and down, physically moving our bodies and shouting, I want this, I want that. And it was amazing how, how many people reported that it was like a breakthrough for them. Just, you know, of course, we've been asked many times. And in fact, in this group, we've been asked many times, what do you want? But without like the jumping up and down and shouting part of it. And just adding in that physical aspect was enough to get people to be much more authentic, basically, to say things that they might have been afraid to say before. And it makes me think about how many other parts of my life I, I basically have cut out an important physical component and I could add that back in. Like how important is physical expression when I'm doing my reflections, when I'm doing my journaling? How important is physical expression when I'm having difficult conversations with my partner or when I'm having um, challenging conversations at work? Like it seems like this is a powerful tool to be using and I barely ever use it. So that's my thought for today. How could I use my body more when I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, if you have any thoughts on this, if you found that physical, um, like psychosomatic stuff has been useful for you, please leave some comments. Otherwise I'll see you tomorrow.